as a nation. And it's just so great to know that we are co-workers with God. We are co-laborers with God. God has decided to partner with every one of us in what he is doing to share that with us. Because God believes so much in us. God believes that he can send us. God believes that we can carry out his instruction. God believes so much that I can depend on these people and they will not disappoint me. It's just so am amazing to know that, like I say to people, I hope there are, oh, there are some kids there, but I, I, I'll, I'll still say it anyhow. Research shows that <laughs> Christianity is, is not a religion, but let me just say Christianity, we have over 45,000 denominations in the world. And they said we are the most divided <laughs> religious organization or any organization in the world. They said, in fact, you know, with all our tithes and offerings, it's been said that we are not the wealthiest in the world. There is another, you know, those commercial workers, on I don't want to mention the name, that do it on video. They, they're more prosperous than us. It's also been said that we are not the most organized in the world. This, I'm talking about research. But if we are the only agent that God will use to bring his power, to bring his transformation, to bring his love, to bring his grace, to bring his healing in the world. Is that not so amazing? It, it feels to me that God cannot bypass us. Despite our weaknesses. But we are the only, can you imagine, we are the only agent that God will use to bring his power, love, transformation, revival, restoration in this world. So when the Bible says we are the light of the world, we are the salt of the earth, it's, it's so amazing. Praise the Lord. So today I'm going to be talking about everything is mission. What does that mean? Everything is mission. Um, I'm doing a study presently and my... <laughs> my <laughs> Area of specialty is mission. So I can just, and I've been doing this for about over four years now. So I think I should be able to talk without even looking at my, my thing. And I've come with studying, meditating, and reflecting on mission for so many years. Um, I'm just thinking because sometimes when I read some articles, when I read some, some books, the way mission is defined, makes it complicated. You know, there's a professor here. You just, you guys, you just make things so complicated for people. You bring big names, and you just confuse us at the end of the day. <laughs> Look at this, looking at me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, that's all you do. But I just want to say, you, you too. <laughs> you just use big, big words. Why? Maybe make something simple. <laughs> so I, 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 I just like to make it simple. What is mission? Mission is being sent to carry out a task. I think that's simple enough. Mission is being sent to carry out a task. 
And then, after you have carried the task out, you give a feedback. You know, even at work, we all have, uh, what's it called? Is it every quarter that they have to um, review? What, what, what do they call it? With your manager. They review you. One-to-one -one review. Appraiser, thank you. So, please, even as, as a child of God, it's not about us carrying out tasks without us not giving a, a feedback. Because at work, you do an appraiser. So every time we carry out a task, even let's say we are serving tea and coffee, we need, it's not just serving tea and coffee or arranging the chairs. You need to go back to find out whether you have done it the way God wants you to do it. Even God, <laughs> God gave us an example. After he created, you know, he created the heavens and the earth, he went to go and supervise it. Because there was nobody greater than God, he appraised himself, said, wow, this is good. When he created man, he discovered that mm, something is missing. He said it is not good for man to be alone. It's not that man is not good. Man is good. But he said it is not good for man to be alone. So he went back to work again. Even that's God. He will appraise himself. He will, he will, he will check whether what he has done whether it's good. So, if the only thing I'm able to say today is this, that any task you do, you carry out, please go back to God for an appraiser. And our life is actually everything about us, what we do, the way we talk, the way we behave, it's, it's mission. So, I want to show us from the scripture what that means. I'm so sorry. I'm someone that uses the Bible. I like to touch. If you're like me, old school, I, I, I need to feel the page. You, you understand? <laughs> I know some, uh, some of the younger ones, uh, you use the tablet, you use the phone, that's good. So, please, let me quickly just read John chapter 5, verse 17. John chapter 5, verse 17. This, I'm not going to say anything about it. But I want you to just put it somewhere. Hide it somewhere. Either in your brain or somewhere. I'm not going to talk about it. But it says, John 5, 17, it says, in his defense, it was when Jesus uh, did things on the Sabbath day and the Jews leaders began to persecute him. <coughs> they began to attack him. So in his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always, I like that, always at his work to this very day. And I too am working. Please take note of that. Even God is not resting. Mm, should I say that? Go, 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 mm. He finishes work and the Bible says God is at But God is still working. Working inside our lives. When we read Ephesians, the Bible says, according to his power, that is at work inside us. So, God is working in our lives. So, when you see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are working. Is that okay? Do you understand that? Okay. So, let me now go to Genesis chapter 1. I want to begin from the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. 
you will now discover that why did God create man? Genesis chapter 1, mankind. Man, woman. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27, 28. Thank you. Genesis chapter 1, 26, 27, 28. Then God said, let us, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Please take note of that. Male and female, he created them. I'm only reading the Bible. It didn't say male and male, he created them. It didn't say female and female, he created them. I'm only reading the Bible. God created them, male and female. So the blessing comes from male and female in verse 20, 28. God blessed them. Not God didn't bless male and male. Hmm, I just like the Bible. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living thing, every living creature that moves on the ground. Let's just dwell quickly on that verse 26. So when God was making mankind, he made mankind in his image. Theologians would call image imago Dei. You know, those big, big words. It's just like he made us in his kind, God's kind. A spirit being, just like him. We are the only, did I say, out of all the creatures, we are the only ones, mankind, that has the image and the likeness of God. Please remember what I said in John chapter 5, verse 17. God is working. God has a mission. So, for God to create us, he created us in his, in, in his likeness, in his image. It meant to me that the, the, the image of God, who is always at work, is the same way he created us. I don't know whether you are getting me. In his likeness, it appears as if as God is missioner. Actually, the image and the likeness he created us was for us to be missioner. Actually, our existence is based on being missioner, on being sent, on carrying out a task. It appears as if everything God inserted into our lives, our makeup, it was exactly that, like the image of God in his likeness. It appears to me as if everything about us, our DNA, is to be like God who is always at work. I don't know whether you are following me. I'm just talking about image. I'm just talking about his likeness. So in order for us to reflect God, in order for us to be like God, and we are the only out of all the creatures that can do this, actually everything about us, our makeup, our composition, our texture, our speech, our life, is actually supposed to be missionary, carrying out a task. Wow. 
I love this. I love this. So, so let, let's just look at those stars. So that they may rule over the fish and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. It appears to me also in doing this, God gave mankind according to his likeness and image rulership. It appears to me as if he gave us authority. He gave us power. I'm only referring to the image and the likeness of God. <laughs> so that image is about power, is about authority to do something, to rule. <sighs> so God created mankind in his own image. What's the second thing I'm saying in verse 27? God gave us you know, we are talking about his image and likeness. We have a creative spirit. <sighs> wow. I don't know how to say this. The first one we saw was rulership, which encompasses power, which encompasses authority, which encompasses rulership, which encompasses dominion. The second thing I'm seeing from from we being made in God's likeness and in his image is that we have this creative spirit. Should I ask you something? Please, I want you to help me. I was just thinking, where did mankind get the intelligence? Excuse me, where do we get paper from? Where do we get paper from? Please, help me. Trees. How did we get the intelligence that we can get paper from tree? <laughs> Creative spirit. Where do we get gum from? Gum, 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 glue. From trees. The clothes we are wearing, where did we get them from? The clothes, clothes you are wearing. Cotton. Animal skin. Please think of anything. The tables, the chairs you are wearing. Rubber. Where do we get them from? Glass. From precious stones. Creation. God gave mankind creative spirit. And much more. We that are in Christ. There is much more to us than we are doing now. <laughs> so that even when you are sleeping, there is God's image and likeness inside you. When you are talking, I just pray that God, oh, the Holy Spirit will make this real in our lives. When you are talking, it should be according to the image. It, it should be according to the likeness of God. So God blessed them and said to them in verse 28, be fruitful. And increase in number. Fill the heart and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the, and all those things. The next thing I saw was fruitfulness and multiplication. It appears to me as if God doesn't want any of us to be alone. Replicate yourself. He didn't say, be fruitful and hard. 
<laughs> oh, when I saw this, I said, so God, this is what you, in, especially when you are carrying out his task, his blessings, his, what do I say now? His, his fruitfulness is upon all of us that we are carrying out his task. Ah, let me give you an example. Even in Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 to 20. Let me read that. Please, I, I, just, I just love God. <laughs> Even right from the beginning, 19 to 20. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the white animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. I, I like to be dramatic. Dr. Ruth, can you get me a chair? Can you imagine Adam and Eve, male and female, they were sitting down. <laughs> and God was standing up, brought all the animals to, to the man. Can you imagine? I thought it should be, you know, the king the king of England, you are all sitting down. Me like a commoner. And the king is running around <laughs> to bring all the creatures to me. Can you see how God has stood so low? Why? He already believed he has inserted something inside our lives. Everything about us. One, we rule. Two, we have this creative spirit. Three, we'll be fruitful and multiply. So when we are carrying out our task, this thing will happen. So I imagine that Adam will say, well, you look like, um, shall I say, Epo? You, you, you look like hippopotamus. And God said, is that what you want to call it? Okay, hippopotamus. <laughs> Can you, do you know that it wasn't God that gave names to all this creature? It was we. The creative spirit. Brothers and sisters, it's inside you. You may not know it, the creative spirit of God. Put it to use. Say, God, what have you inserted into my life? What is your purpose for my life? What am I supposed to do? What is the task you want me to carry out in this world? And I want to do it. If, if, if we can spend time to do that. <sighs> wow. So you know the story, man fell, and all those things happened, and Jesus came, and uh, in Ephesians 2.10, the Bible says God recreated us again. Ephesians 2.10. Let's read it. Uh, because we just gave the power to the devil. Can you imagine? This foolish devil. See the havoc is causing all over the world. I was reading, I was watching a documentary. Do you know that the bomb that Putin sends one missile on Ukraine is $200,000. One. And sometimes it will send about 50 to 100 a day. And it's been doing that for 365 days. They calculated that the amount Russia has sent to bomb Ukraine now can eradicate um, is it poverty in children all over the world for the next 20 years. <laughs> But we prefer to use that to destroy ourselves. We live in this evil world. 
if you give the devil just an inch, it will cause a multiplication. Just give him a tiny bit of, look at what he did to Job, a tiny bit of uh, opportunity. The devil will use it to, he will maximize the opportunity. So when Jesus now came in Ephesians 2, is it 20 or 10? 210. The Bible says that for we are God's hardy work created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Did you see these good works I'm saying again? When we look at it in uh, Amplified, I think the next one, it says we are God's own handiwork, recreated in Christ Jesus. Because you are in Christ Jesus, you have been ordained that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. This is the good life. Wow. Let me just end with two, two scriptures. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 12. So practically, how do we do this, my brothers and sisters? First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. The first thing I want to say, brothers and sisters, the Bible says, do not let anyone look down on you. Do not have low self-esteem. You are made in the image of God. Even when the devil took power again, the Bible says we are recreated in Christ Jesus. Don't let anybody look down on you. You know, you can, I even like that. If you say, okay, you can't look down on me. Sometimes we look down on ourselves. Say, I'm not worthy. Who am I? Who am I? Representing God. Who am I? Stop it! Do not let anyone look down on you, brothers and sisters. Everything about you is mission. And stop looking down on yourself. Stop saying you are incapable. Because God sees somebody that is powerful, that has his creative spirit inside his or her life. God sees people who can bring solution to the problems in our world. Stop looking down on yourself. You know, you know why I love Britain? Let me tell you something. Before I came to Britain, I've been reading about the exploit of so many people. Is it Charles Wesley? Is it uh, Charles Podgion? Is it... Um, um, do you know it was because of John Wesley I went to read physiotherapy? He was a minister. He was actually one of the founders of physiotherapy in the world. You don't know. He was the one that, that founded the use of electrotherapy equipment in physiotherapy. These are people who are children of God, as little as they are. They put the creative, the power of God into use. Let me just talk about Manchester. Do you know the first ever public library in Great Britain, is in Manchester. It's Chetham's uh, library. And it was founded just to propagate the gospel. <laughs> it's in Manchester here. Manchester Grammar School was founded 
just to propagate the gospel. BBC, you know the BBC. Even their motto is the scripture I say, I think it's Micah. It's to propagate the gospel. It's, so when I read people who are ordinary people, but they brought their ideas as little as it was to cause a change in our society. I'm just saying, God, I thank you. What you are doing already qualifies that to be a task. Let's say, God, how can I put this into use? The reason why you are existing is because God already saw that his image and his likeness is in you. Stop letting anyone look down on you, brothers and sisters. Because you are young. <laughs> I was 58 uh, on Tuesday. And I just thank God that I'm still 18. <laughs> I can grow though. I'm 18 with 40 years of additional experience. That's how I see myself. <laughs> so the, when the Bible says I'm young, don't say I'm deceiving myself. I, I, I look like 18 now. <laughs> you, are, you are laughing as if they don't deceive yourself. <laughs> well, because you are young. You know what that meant to me? It appears to me as if the reason why God is giving you life. You know, thank you, aunt. When you are reading, it will renew our strength. That's Isaiah chapter 40. I just wrote it down again to go and meditate on it. I will run and not be weary. It's because he's going to give. It says even the young, they can run and faint. But God will renew your strength. There's something about youthfulness that God has given to every one of us. Brothers and sisters, look young. Behave young. Think young. Oh, sorry. That's why I said I'm 18. Sorry. Uh, you can be, okay. But it says set. Did you see the capacity we've got? All of us. But set an example to believers in speech. How is your speech going to be missionary? You know, when my, you know, kids, when they are growing up, when they were like 10, 10, 12, no one would just pinch the other. You know how they, <laughs> how they play, but I don't like the play sometimes. One of these days, uh, Ogo was hoovering the house, was hoovering the stairs, and he was cleaning the stairs. So he was using spray and uh, probably the bathroom. So he just sprayed his sisters, his, his sister. Ife. And uh, Ife said, why did you do that? For? What did you do that for? He said, it's part of the job. Spraying your sister. Are you not supposed to be spraying the bathroom and cleaning it? It's part of the job. <laughs> so I now had to sit down and teach about how to be kind and compassionate to each other. Do you know that's only exclusive to us? Your speech, does it build somebody up? Let's be intentional. If you say, God, how will you allow my speech to be missionary? Are we gracious enough? Accommodating enough? In conduct, our behavior. In love. In faith. And in purity. I just want to say, since the core of our Christian identity is that we are apostolic, 
the old way we live our lives, individually and also together as God's people, is supposed to point people to Jesus. We are sent to be a witness to Jesus and his kingdom through our relationships, our marriages, our integrity, our speech, our conduct, our love, our sexual purity, our worship, our humility, our sacrificial service, our love, and so on and so forth. Let me end with this scripture. So I wanted to look at Jesus. I think that's John chapter 8, I think. There's something about, I don't know whether I've, I've put it there. John chapter 8, verse, uh, I don't know, it says, I always do those things that pleases my father. Please, if you can find it for me, I don't know where I put it. 29, thank you. I was looking at 39, Bible students. So when I saw Jesus, yes, John 8, 20, oh. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> hey? <laughs> they, they're discussing about all this artificial intelligence now. The cab driver who, who brought me, the Uber driver. We were talking about 2003, said he read a computer in the university. We were talking about floppy disk. You know there was a time we were using floppy disk. <laughs> now it's artificial intelligence. Only God knows where this world is going. That's why we are relevant. Oh, let me, let me stop at that. 29. The one who sent me is with me. We need to be able to say that I'm sent to carry out a, a task and God is with you. He has not left me alone for I always do what pleases him. Brothers and sisters, the way you speak, does it please God? The way you conduct yourself, does it please God? I want to say, please, Sunday is not the time for us to be, not only the time for us to be missionary. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's not that when we have done all the work we need to do, and probably Sunday I need to rest, but mm, I can create a time for mission. No, your life, what you do is missional. Everything about you is mission. Praise God. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. I want us to just pray. Just pray. Let's pray for ourselves. Let's just tell God. So the reason why you made me in your image, in your likeness, is to be like you. Uh, so, Lord God, let's ask God, what is the task you have given me? to do. Please, if I have not found it, let me find it. Uh, let my life be missionary. The way I speak, the way I conduct myself in love, in purity. Mm -hmm.